0: Yesterday we began a new series, and this series is a little bit different than the past series where we're working specifically on ourselves. I want to talk about rebuilding relationships or strengthening those relationships, and and I want you to bear in mind as you follow me through this uh, this particular series, is that the relationships are at many levels. So we're going to be pinpointing uh, specifically, um, you know, partnerships, relationships with your spouse or better half, whatever you want to refer to it as. But also, I'm going to be making references to working with coworkers, uh, leaders, and their teams. You know, uh, working with leaders, I'm also going to be making references to working with your children. So this is relationships at many, many levels. And I'm hoping that you're going to take away from this some very important factors about how to win people or restore trust or strengthen those relationships or, you know, basically rebuild them if they're in uh, some kind of peril. So yesterday we began by talking about reducing your expectations. And I talked in great detail about the importance of understanding And if your expectations are too high... Then you're constantly going to be disappointed, in distress, frustrated, filled with stress, anguish, upset, rejection, and you're also going to be having that person on their on the defense all the time, and that's a really unhealthy uh, level of expectation. But what I want to clarify before we move to point two on this is that I'm not talking about expectations as far as visualizing a good relationship. That definitely should be happening. You should be visualizing the type of relationship you want with your boss, coworker, friend, um, spouse, child whatever the case might be, leader. Um, those are the kind of expectations that are very, very healthy. But the kind that I'm referring to are the expectations that we have that are sinking us <laughs> because we're ex- we're we're almost like wanting to control that person and responding to us in a certain way, or or behaving a certain way, or thinking a certain way. Or, or oftentimes we might assume that they understand us and they should be responding in a way that we would like. When in fact maybe they don't have a clue <laughs> uh, because they're you know of the opposite sex or because they were brought up a different way or they have a different culture, a different way of thinking. So we can't always just assume that people are going to respond or act the way that we want to. And and that's why sometimes expectations can get us in so much trouble. And, you know, the reason I made this number one is you look at society today as a whole, and what you have is you have a society that is filled with expectations. Expectations for people to just totally come in line with everything they believe in and, 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 and not even question it, that they should just automatically believe what you believe and that they should know what you know and they should understand what you understand and shame on them for not understanding it and shame on them for not going along with what you believe. But the fact of the matter is, in reality, all of us come from different cultures, different backgrounds, different ways of thinking. And you've heard me talk again and again about neuroplasticity and you know how we wire our brains from baby to today. And you know, there's no way, even in any practicality whatsoever, that we can all think the same. It's just not even... It's not even practical. So what we need to learn to do is drop our expectations, visualize what we are expecting or hoping for, right? But then being able to live in such a way that we can be at peace with ourselves and peace with one another. Okay, so that being said, I'm going to move on to number two, and that is work on you. You've got to work on you. The only way you're ever going to see change in your world, the only way that you're really going to be able to notice significant alterations in the culture around you, how people treat you, how they may, how they, what their impressions are of you, you know, whether you get that promotion, whether you don't, whether you're passed over, whether you're not passed over, whether you get that job, don't get that job, whether your relationships improve, is it all starts with you. Now, those of you who are my clients, you have had the opportunity to work with me, and I always start with this wonderful chart. And this chart has just been a phenomenal resource that I created, um, you know, a few years back. And it really helps you to identify. We all have six areas in our lives that we're working on, all of us, okay? And those six areas are, are, are unfortunately, a lot of our focus. (laughs) And I say that, unfortunately, because if we put too much focus on these six areas then we're not able to really begin to hone in on becoming the person that we need to become, okay? And so when we understand that although these six areas are important in our lives and we need to work on them, uh, until we, we begin to work on ourselves, we're not going to see a change. But if we will work on ourselves, then all six of these areas automatically change. So what are these six? Well, they're friendships, marriage and family, spirituality, career fitness, and nutrition. Those are the six. So you are the common denominator. And the question is, will you reign or just maintain? So in other words, will you just maintain all the six or will you conquer and control by changing yourself, how you perceive, how you think, how you act, how you intentionally live? And this whole series from January to now has been about that. So investing in who you are, is going to yield massive improvement in all six of those areas of your life. Yet the vast majority skip the you and expect success simply by maintaining the other six. The result of this is frustration and burnout. Okay, Guaranteed. Frustration and burnout. You see, you can't control what other people think or what other people do, but you can control the you. You can control how you respond, how you react, how you think how you process and how you deal with the changes that happen in life and the people that think different than you do, okay? So when we can obtain that kind of peace, when we can really be constructive about who we're becoming, then that's when the world begins to change around us. And, you know, I, I'm going to actually share a few quotes tomorrow. I'm going to give you a few more examples, some specific examples. I'm going to talk about some other um you know, really high-level thinking on this on this level and prove to you why this is so important and maybe even a couple of stories. So we'll continue this tomorrow, but I'm going to leave on this note. When you work on you, and, and Jim Rohn said it best, and I've shared it before, professional development will make you a living, but personal development will make you a fortune. So that is the key to really beginning to nourish every relationship in your life i hope you'll take me seriously on that i'm michelle staffless with your journey to greatness your routine has been a joy spending time with you talking about relationships and strengthening and building those relationships i hope you join me tomorrow as we continue in the series we have a lot more to cover please share this with others who may benefit and have an amazing day